But I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all men to myself. From the words of Jesus Christ, in the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. When I am lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. To what or to whom are we drawn to? What is it that goes beyond our mere interest or, or even our strong passions? What is it or, or who is it that we are compelled to be around, to think about, and to talk about? For about two months now here at Christ the Redeemer, we've been discovering discipleship. Through our, our Sunday readings, we've covered topics like the centrality of the cross, overcoming evil, removing obstacles, and the divine exchange of life and death. So you can find these past topics on our website. You may want to go back and listen to anything that speaks to you. But, but all of them are about this idea of, of being a student of Jesus Christ, of being an active follower of Jesus, in some sense being drawn to the person and to the power of Jesus Christ. This morning, I want to focus our attention on the new covenants of divine life. The new covenants of divine life. You see, the, the great picture of Scripture, the great, the great plan of salvation is not so much our quest for God, but it's God searching after us. God reaching out and coming to us. In Sunday school last week, we were, we were talking about the, the grand story of the Bible. And, and one of the best ways of looking at salvation history is through the lens of covenants. <clears throat> looking at where we've been and where we're going by way of the covenantal relationship between God and his people. So the first thing is first. What's a covenant? It's a sacred bond. It's a personal Bond. It's a sharing of life. A covenant is way more intimate, and it goes way beyond a mere contract. A, a contract is, is simply the exchange of goods and services, and, and, and we go through these every single day. You know, you do this for me, and, and I'll pay you. I do this for you, and, and you owe me something. Something along those, those lines. Every day, we enter into lots of contracts. The morning coffee. You give me the coffee, I pay you. Our jobs, I do this job for you, you pay me. Even the, the home repairs that we contract out, right? Th those are contracts. But a covenant is different. It's not the exchange of goods and services, but it's the exchange of persons. It's the sharing of life. The, the marriage covenant is meant to show this well. A man and a woman bonding themselves to one another, sharing life with one another, saying, I will be yours and you will be mine. That's the language we use from, from God's covenant with us. Consistently, throughout the scriptures, the covenant is this. God says, I will be your God and you will be my people. It's not an exchange of goods and services, but an exchange of life, an exchange of persons. So we were discussing this last week in Sunday School, showing that the great picture of the Bible is a series of covenants that God has with his people. Adam, to Noah, to Abraham, to Moses, David, finally 
Jesus Christ. Through it all, God is telling us, I will be your God and you will be my people. There will be a sharing of life. And unlike a contract, these covenants were not drawn up on paper and you know, signed on the dotted line here. No, instead, they were established by blood and by sacrifice. So think of Noah. When he leaves the ark, what's the first thing he does? He builds an altar and sacrifices to God. Think of Abraham. When God makes a covenant with him, you know, Scripture tells us that, that Abraham cuts a number of animals in two, and then this, this flaming torch passes through. That's, that's Abraham and God, and they were pledging fidelity to one another. Think of Moses. On that great Sinai covenant, remember he, he sprinkles blood first on the altar and then on all the people. Think of David, whose covenant with God is signaled and renewed for about a thousand years through the blood sacrifice at the Jerusalem temple. Now, why blood and sacrifice? Why do you think that is? Two important reasons. One, blood signals life. Blood signals the exchange of life. You know, God wants to get his life into his people. And he wants their life to be given in return to him. So again, think of that, the, the high priest on the Day of Atonement in the Jerusalem temple. What did he do? Remember, he would, he would come out with a bowl of blood after sprinkling in the Holy of Holies. He would come out and he would sprinkle the blood on the people. Just like Moses had done, establishing a, a blood bond between God and his people. The second reason then that, that blood and sacrifice is key is it's because we're out of step. We're, we're off-centered with the divine life. And, and this means getting centered, getting, getting back in step with God will cost. As, as Father Chris talked about last week, sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it's a little painful. Think of someone who's recovering from a broken leg. Because of the, the injury, maybe for a long time being on crutches or in a cast, the, the step is a bit off, isn't it? And so getting back to walking as we should, getting back to exercising and running as we should, it's going to hurt a little bit. It's going to be a little difficult. So this principle is shown in this shedding of blood. So for about a thousand years before Jesus Christ came, when the covenantal people of God came to the temple to get back in step with God, they offered a sacrifice. They offered the shedding of blood. Symbolically, what, what they were saying was, what's happening to this animal, that the shedding of the blood and, and the killing, what's happening to this animal is by rights should be happening to me. The blood of the animal represented the lifeblood poured out to get back in step with God, to get centered with God. So now, with that in mind, we come to our first lesson from today. First lesson, one of the most significant passages in all of the Old Testament. And, and the cool thing is, it's really easy to remember. Jeremiah 31, 31. Say it with me. Jeremiah 31, 31. Yeah. 
sometime this week, it'd be worth going back and, and reading Jeremiah 31, 31, and, and a few verses following. Here's what it says. The time is coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their forefathers when I took them by the hands and led them out of Egypt because they broke my covenants, though I was husband to them. This covenant I will make with the house of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put their law in their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. Very nice and comforting and encouraging, exciting words, right? And, and let's remember what's going on at this time, when Jeremiah is writing this. Anybody know what's happening? The Babylonians, they're attacking Jerusalem. They're sacking Jerusalem. They're, they're surrounding the whole city. Now, the Hebrews, they, they've had this law for about a thousand years, right? They've been doing these covenantal sacrifices for about 400 years at this Jerusalem temple. And here's Jeremiah talking about a new covenant because the old covenant isn't working. Israel did not quite entirely belong to the Lord. So Jeremiah is prophesying, saying there will be a day of fulfillment and when a new covenant will be definitively sealed and lived out. So let's fast forward about six centuries. Okay, 600 years after Jeremiah writes this and we come to an upper room, still in Jerusalem. A young rabbi is having a Passover meal. And he, he takes his second cup of blessing and he has this announcement. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Sounds familiar, right? Our gospel readings, even our Sunday worship, familiar enough, but... Imagine those first disciples. Imagine being with Jesus in that Passover meal. Jesus is evoking, he's calling to mind all the great covenants of Israel, the, the exchange of life of the chalice of blood. This, the, the, the sacrifice of his blood, is the new covenant that Jeremiah foretold 600 years previously. The act of sacrifice and the shedding of blood on the cross, a new covenant that complete, completes and fulfills all the old covenants. God and his people are sharing and they're exchanging life. So from the gospel reading today, but I, when I am lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. Jesus says these words just days before his crucifixion and in direct reference to his crucifixion is the shedding of the sacrificial blood by which is born the new covenantal people of God. So let's remember this very critical understanding. Jesus is the coming together of the divine life and the human life. Jesus is the coming together of the divine life and the human life. He is the moment when faithful God meets faithful Israel. He in himself is the covenantal love between God and his people. Therefore, when we receive his blood in this new covenant, when we have the divine life in us, we are to conform our lives to his love. 
And this is how he shows his love and his life to us. He gives it away. He doesn't hold on to it for dear life, but just the opposite. He spends it lavishly and he gives it out recklessly. And that's, that's exactly what it means for us to be blood brothers of Jesus Christ. That's what it's meant to have the divine life in us. It's not meant to hold on to as something private and, and secretive, but it's meant to be spent. It's meant to be given out. The divine life is meant to flow through us and then into the world that desperately needs it. That's the new covenant of life. That just as we are given life here through word, scripture, and sacraments, just as we are given life, so are to spend it lovingly with others. So we are to give it out lovingly to others. So we are to share it lovingly with others. When we receive that new covenant of life, we are to take it into our homes, into our work, and into the world. All of it is for his glory, now and forever. Amen.